The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Here's a fellow. Find a fellow, Gishmak a fellow, dear fellow, good guy. He had a tremendous, tremendous challenge. He bought a nice home, nice neighborhood, nice place. And shortly afterwards, some guy moved in, rented it from him. He was very happy. And they took from a yid. And then a short while later, the guy notified him that he's not paying rent. And he decided, to, he told him, you got to pay the rent, you know what I mean? The guy told him, if you're going to bother me, I'm telling you, I'm going to take the house away from you. He said, excuse me? I'm going to take, he said, it's my house, I have the deeds. I'm going to take away the house from you. Kept them bothering you for the rent. Then they made a law, a COVID law, you can't take the rent. And the guy eventually ran up a bill, about 200 grand. The guy told him, I'm going to offer you now I'm going to make you a low-ball offer for the house, way, way under market. If you sell it to me now, I'll do you a favor, I'll give you something. If you don't sell it to me now, I'm going to take away the house from you for free. I'm giving, I'm being a nice guy, I'm telling you this. The guy calls me up and he tells me a story. I tell the guy, I never lose a story in my life. It's like, it's like crazy. In the interim, the guy became fried. He used to be from, he became fried. <clears throat> Him, his wife, his kid, maybe a dog. And the guy started destroying the house. So the guy finally called the cops. The cops said, I mean, the cops got, got infuriated. So let's go down there, we'll go down with you. They went down there, they knocked on the door. What do you want? You want to come to the house, this guy's house. They can't come to the house. By law, you're not allowed to step into this. I'm the renter of this house. You can't walk into the house. I'll have you arrested. Tell the cop. <laughs> cop turns to the guy and says, you know, she's really right. <laughs> I, I try to help you, but I really can't help you. And then you get a lawyer, you go to court, and the guy managed to drain him from one court to another court, push it four months down the road. The father the judge said, what are you doing in this court? You don't belong in this court. Well, oh, okay, we'll go to the other court. You went back, did his court. The guy, the guy knew how to play the system. Like, he must have read a book of how to get a house for free, and this is what he's in the process of doing. And the guy took a restraining order against him, and he can't be within 500 feet of his own house. <laughs> the kids went from bad to worse, and the guy called me up. I said, listen, this is such a strange story. I never, it's like such, I can't say it happens sometimes. It never happens. Hashem is definitely speaking to you with the most clearest terms. What I'm telling you to do is, be macabre and shaman. Forget about that guy. Be mevater. Forget. Mevater, my house! <laughs> I understand. But you're not, you don't have a way of getting it your way. So try my way. Be mevater. Overlook it. Don't even think about that guy. This is between you and Hashem. This is so abnormal from Hashem. So what, what, why? I said, no, what I believe, I believe in a previous Gilgal, 
you rented out your house to some homeowner or some poor lady and <clears throat> you rented a house from them and then you robbed the house from them and Hashem is giving you back a taste of your meat that connected meat. I said, could it be? Hashem doesn't do anything, nothing. It's just a weird story. Maybe he did it to somebody else. So we mekabled in Shemayim and go right there. And he did. He worked himself in mekabled in Shemayim. And suddenly things started looking up for him in court. Things in court started. The judge said, it's a joke. How is this guy tearing you up? The judge looked through all the things. He said, this guy is running around this tree, round and round and round. This is your house. This guy's ripping you off. He said, judge, I've been trying to say that to people. No one listened to me. So I'm going to take care of this. And the judge got on the case, told the guy, don't worry about it, we're going to get rid of this guy. But this guy was smarter than the judge. And he knew how to dray. Finally, after many, many, it was a couple of years, it finally came to an end. It came to court. The judge said, you have to give this, you have to give that, you owe this, you owe that. And the guy claimed he has no money, can't pay. Of course, then Baruch Hashem, Hashem showed him and a couple blocks away, the guy bought a whole new property to build a house there. And officially, it was a secret. No one knew about it. But he made a discovery with Menashe Shemayim. So they had where they collect their money from. So today was supposed to be the final day where the guy was getting out. They had the sheriff ready. This guy had movers ready. This guy's ready to kick the guy out of the house today. He was sure it's a done deal. He walks into court. I said, Judge, can I say something? You know, this is really my house. I have a, I'm attachment to this house. I'm going to be homeless. I don't have where to go. I got a family. You're putting me out in the street. It's not fair to put on the street. So the judge said, "What do you want?" He said, "I need some time." So I'm giving you more, one more week. <laughs> when the guy heard this, the guy lost it, <laughs> and he wished the world of Nechama Hashem should rain down. Comforts for stoim, mamish tapping this guy. He should mamish turn the guy's family. <laughs> he calls me up, and his son says, "There's a son yeshiva." His son says to his mother, "This how Hashem treats people. Why are we from? Yeah, mamish. Why are we from for? This how Hashem treats people. We don't do anything wrong to anybody." His wife, mother calls me up in a frantic thing. I said, "Let me talk to your husband again." I call back the husband. And I said, my dear friend, I said, we're holding by the end now. I'm wishing the guy to get his mamish just desserts. I told him, you got to be mevater. I told him, it's your problem. It has nothing to do with this guy. This guy is not your nemesis. He's not your enemy. Hashem is. Hashem is putting you in the place. I told you, just mess yourself up. You know why? Because you told me, he told somebody. Like yesterday, they finally seeing his Nakama. It's the sweetest day of revenge for him. And he hopes the guy gets this and this happens to him and that happens to him. I told him, you didn't learn the lesson. You want to go on for this another six years? Till you accept that it has nothing to do with that guy. Now, I want you to go home today. And I want you to tell your son that I heard you out of cash. Why is Hashem doing this with, with such nice guys? Tell him the true answer. Son, I cannot tell a lie. Tell him you were blessed with a father who's as stupid as they come. And as he, when he saw he did a little chuva, things were getting better. But as soon as he got better, he went back to his old stupid ways. 
and he blamed that guy, and he cursed that guy, and he was, no, I didn't mean to I said, if you met that guy, what would you say to him? What would you say to him? I know a guy who lost $70 million by the hands of another Jew. And the, every government agency came after him, as if he was the god of. The other guy stole his money, and the guy did criminal activity. I told the guy, you got to give up your life. I, I told him, it's, it's, it sounds crazy, but you got to give up. Tell me, you don't need money. You need, you need stuff. No, you don't need stuff. I told him, so go on, change your life. He changed his whole life. Used to be a workaholic from five in the morning till ten at night. Now he learns from five in the morning till eleven o'clock, every morning. And his, his lawyer asked him, "If you met that guy in the street, was under house arrest, what would you say to him?" He thought for a minute. Did he want, he want to know the truth? I would tell him Yashikayach. <laughs> so the lawyer says, "Did you lose your mind over this case? What, what's true? You lost your marbles." He said, "No." He said. I never lived life. I just chased money. I never lived life for one day. Now I'm living life every single day. I'm focusing on my learning. I'm bitochen. That guy, I give me a shkoyach. I turned to the second guy. I said, see, that's the answer I want to hear from you. See, that guy got out of his problems. As soon as that guy accepted it, that guy got house arrest. The FBI is off his case. The federal people off his case. The tax people off his case. I said, it's a mess. And but you're not moving on with this guy. The second guy told me I'm moving on. And you're going to learn, you're going to get smacked around. If you think you got smacked around till now, my friend, the smacking, the fun didn't start yet. Because you're so stupid. How can you not give, give in? I tried, I tried. But I hope the guy gets hung. I hope the guy's cut. <laughs> I said, you, you took it up besides your mouth. That's what mavater means. Mavater means to understand clearly that it has nothing to do with that person. And you have to know that that's the biggest chasha bazaar you can do. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.